This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? What time is it? Ooh, it's the cast time, everybody. What is up? Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the cast. <laughs> I know you're ready. I know you're loving it. I know that you've been waiting for an entire week. However many hours are in a week. They say 500 and 25,600 minutes are in a year. But how many are in a week? That's how long you've been waiting. We're back. Why are you reminding people of a rent? Rent was dope. <laughs> it's April 1st. Nobody needs to be reminded of rent. I mean, I mean, it is. No, it's, it's April 1st when we recorded this. But whenever you listen to it, rent gonna be due. So you, you saying shit that's factually factual. Right. And they've yeah. been and they've been ignoring it, but this just gave them a panic attack. Sorry, <laughs> like, y'all. Landlord's gonna come check in. <laughs> yeah, rent rent too damn high, y'all. Rent too damn Rent's high. Rent's too damn high. Mortgages too. It's all too damn high. It's, it's all, all too, too damn, damn high. high. I'm the Jackie side of the equation, and I'm the Ray interrupting side of the equation. I'm Never. sorry, I interrupted your intro, Jackie. You're so excellent at them. There is no such thing as interrupting an intro on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about that a lot. Too many people are too many people have podcasts. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Too many, people, and that's okay. I'm not knocking it. No, uh, I I would rather people have podcasts than not because the more people have podcasts, the more the industry grows. Uh, mm-hmm. But the thing that cracks me up is it is almost a requirement whenever you have a whenever you're a guest on a podcast that you have to say when you're promoting it. Had a blast on this show. Oh uh, yeah, I that's do. a requirement. You have to say it. I do, but but I usually mean it. I usually yeah. mean it. I'm yeah. one of these. I'm one of the these dweebs who like will be like, I had a blast. This was the time of my life, and I mean it sincerely every time. Like when you guys are telling us that this is the best podcast you ever heard, I don't think that you're exaggerating because I speak in hyperbole in earnest all the time. So. When I tell you something is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, at the moment, I truly believe that that is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And when Jackie's introduces me and him on this show, I truly believe Jackie's is the greatest podcast introducer I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, blessings to you, uh, Claire. We can go ahead and pay her her bonus now. <laughs> Uh, she gets it. She gets it. Uh, oh boy. What today, today was a, today is a weird episode because what we're covering. We had to start over praising because it, the clip we're getting to yeah. is full of uncomfortable it was, under praise. It was, I would say. I was emotional after watching yeah. this shit. Yeah. Because I, you know, listen, all right. So let's just get it out of the way. We're talking about America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was this? Cycle four. Cycle four. Can you Cycle believe four. it? This yeah. is this should introduce like the pretentiousness or the attempted pretentiousness that we find in the clip that we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Top model didn't refer to itself as seasons. 
you know, and didn't even do it the British way and call it series. Yeah. No. Tyra Banks decided she was important, and mm-hmm. that was why her show was going to come in cycles. Love so, it. the clip we're watching is from Cycle 4, mm-hmm. episode, episode 7. seven. I think you already know. It is, in my opinion, listen, I know if there's people out there who've watched all 20 of these uh, cycles who probably think there's other big moments, but let's be real. Mm-hmm. There's only one moment that's been gift to death and me yeah. to death and mm-hmm. has become a part of the zeitgeist, and it mm-hmm. is the Tyra blow up. <laughs> it yes. is truly. The we were all rooting oh for you. Truly an amazing moment. It is. I at the end of my notes, I wrote, "This is an all-time moment because it oh, is an course. all-time moment. It's an Absolutely. all-time moment." I remember it when it happened. Yeah, and going to school the next day, and all of my friends who watched Top Model being with us in the student center, being like, "Holy shit! Like, yeah. What did you guys see last night? Yeah, Tyra lost it." Also, man, you know what? I I got all right. Let me let's just listen. Let's listen to the clip because I got I got one thought that I just I just don't get about this type of show. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to the clip. Let's let's yeah. take a listen. Hi, I'm Tiffany. It's Fashion Week in Paris, and um, Take the Color is the name of the game. Can you? I can't do this. Yes, you can. You're going. I can't. Why? Breathe and go through it. Just try to go through it. Tiffany, the other girls did not know these words. They goofed the words. Go through it. Just have fun with it. Use your personality. Be you. If you don't do this, you're going to go home. This is humiliating. More and more each week. Tiffany, every now and then I fall apart and you fell apart. You had a defeatist attitude when you walked out. You said, every week it just gets worse and worse. This is humiliating. More and more each week. I said every week I humiliate myself weekly. I know what I said. Hang on. I'm not done. You look great, but with that attitude, Miss Thing, Well, Tiffany and Rebecca, please step forward. The two of you stand before me for two very different reasons. Tiffany, you stand before me because everybody wants this more than you. Your grandmother wants this so badly for you. Sometimes when our lives are so hard and so difficult and something that is so fantastic comes about, sometimes we feel like we're not worth it. And if you don't feel you're worth it, then none of these people behind me and I won't feel like you're worth it. We think maybe you might need a little bit more time to look in that mirror, find some self-esteem, and start loving yourself. This is a really difficult decision tonight. It put me in a very difficult place. Both of you will pack your bags and return to the loft. Thank you. Can you guys stand in front of me? I just want to say one more thing to you. Rebecca, I admire your emotion right now. It shows to me that this was something that's very important to you. Tiffany, I'm extremely disappointed in you. This is a joke to you. You've been through anger management. You've been through your grandmother getting her lights turned off to buy you a swimsuit for this competition. And you go over there and you joke and you laugh. This is serious to these girls. And this should be serious to you. Looks can be deceiving. I'm hurt. I am. But I can't change it, Tyra. I'm sick of crying about stuff that I cannot change. You come in here and look at that and say, I can't read that. You read 
ten times better than half of those girls over there. You did. You did. And you come in here with a defeatist attitude. I don't have a bad attitude. Maybe I am angry inside. I've been through stuff, so I'm angry. Yes, but it's not, this is not, be quiet, Tiffany. Be quiet! What is wrong with you? Stop it! I have never in my life yelled at a girl like this. When my mother yells at this, it's because she loves me. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Learn something from this. When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself. Because nobody's going to take responsibility for you. You roll in your eyes and you act like this because you've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. You don't know where the hell I come from. You have no idea what I've been through. But I'm not a victim. I grow from it and I learn. Take responsibility for yourself. Here's the thing, Ray. This isn't, this, isn't, this isn't specific to this show. Mm-hmm. But there is something about the early 2000s mm-hmm. and reality TV that dictated these motherfuckers who are adults with you yell at you like you a goddamn kid. What we the talked fuck about, are you yelling we at talked me for? About it. We talked about it on Making the Band, remember? That Where was different. There's, no, that was but different. There's, different. A, there's a thing about I get you. us. An adult, like a person in power, trying yeah. to sun a contestant on their show. Yeah. But people would be mean. Like, Simon Callow, mean ass. Remember yes. that nigga? He was Just all mean. always trying to sun some grown person yeah. who, who made the huge mistake of believing that you were actually trying to provide them an opportunity. And they showed up to your show to have you humiliate them. Yeah. humiliate that so we should just talk about the clip that Let's we're discussing oh, um, this is the uh, end of the episode uh, runway uh, that is custom of every top model episode judging uh, so you have your runway and then you get judged after an episode full of challenges and so we're at the runway the judging session and we have Tiffany who is a contestant on season four, uh, a black young woman who, and it becomes relevant for some reason, is uh, was raised by a poor grandmother and has a daughter. And there's Rebecca, who is in the bottom two. She's just a boring white model on the show. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you have all the women off to the side who had been judged and received their pictures already. And you have the judges panel, which includes noted beauty like Boris Fine-Ass Kojo. My mm-hmm. God. I don't That's know right. what he was doing there, but he he's was a, there. He's a good-looking and, man. He was, all he was doing there was just to say everybody was giving constructive criticism and all boys was like, girl, you fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we ever need for his coach. That's it. For. That's all he said. <laughs> what a beautiful, a beautiful bald man just needed to give me a useless compliment because he watched yeah. everybody berate me. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. And then you have Janice Dickinson, who is a top model legend, and I think it is important to separate Janice Dickson, Dickin, Dickinson, look at me not even knowing her name, Janice Dickinson from the rest of the judges on that panel because Janice Dickinson calls herself the first supermodel. She's a fucking nut job. She's reality TV royalty. She was on uh, The Surreal Life. And um, she was the best and most insane judge on the first like four seasons of America's Next Top Model. Uh, someone sent me a clip of her recently guest judging on uh, top model Germany and and 
being plastered and falling. And I'm, I'm like, she's a shit show. So however relevant she is to this specific clip, it's we must mention Janice Dickinson. She's an actual legend as a model and also a legendary fuck up on reality television. It's incredible. I love it. The specific clip that we watched, again, because we went many episodes without telling y'all this, the clips, if you want to watch it in the episode description, go check it out. You got to watch it. It's eight minutes. It's worth it. Worth started, started with a competition portion, right? A competition where they're basically doing teleprompter, right? Let's just call yeah, it that. That's the easiest way to say it. The challenge of the episode was, it's weird. Top Model used to come up with challenges for the contestants to do that. Now that I'm an adult who has friends in the industry, I know they would never have to do if yeah. they were real models. Yeah, like, like a an editorial model star does not need to know how how to read a teleprompter well. Now yeah. the winner of America's Next Top Model, who's going to get a Cover Girl contract, and then as the seasons grew on, a less prestigious contract because mm-hmm. they realized the show was a joke, doesn't have to do these things. So already it's a bogus exercise. Already they are being demanded to do something stupid in the first place, but. At the at the judges panel, Tiffany is being asked to read off the teleprompter, having failed to do so spectacularly during the main challenge of the episode. Here's the thing, Ray. They never will have to do this, right? But I'm going to say the same thing about this specifically that I mm-hmm. said about the Making a Band episode. Yes, you may never have to do that do this in hindsight we know that hindsight is 2020 all that great stuff Mm -hmm. but in the middle of a competition okay you have to know that if this is the task in front of me and this is a competition then it's just what i gotta do like it's just what i gotta do like and and i get that you'll never have to do it i have nothing i had nothing against that Mm -hmm. but damn like try you got to try. You got to try. And you have to understand. You have to understand that in the process. And, like, there's so much more that comes to this. Like, at this mm-hmm. point, Tiffany was done. Tiffany yes, was done. she was over it. So, like, in context, when I'm saying uh, applies, when you put the whole context of the season and everything, then there's more to it. I, I yes. 100% get that. But in context of just this is the competition in front of me. This is what I got to do. And things like this. You have to know that if you just go up there and be like, this shit is stupid, I don't want to do it, and then you do it, and then you walk away and you be like, all this shit is stupid. Like, motherfuckers going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, Understood. You Understood. Would yeah. I have behaved as Tiffany behaved? No. Because I also know that I'm pussy, and if I were on a TV show where the competition was that I thought I was going to be a model... I would suffer abuse and indignities to impress the people before me. Yeah. But you don't think she, this was abuse, though? No, okay. I don't okay. think it, this is I just, don't. This is no, a dumb I'm competition, saying, but OK. All I'm right. just saying that I'm soft. And if the and if the if the if the risk of Tyra being upset were there while I'm participating on her show, yeah. my soft ass would have been like, Tyra, you get it every way you want it. I will say it this way, that way, that way. Like you like I'm <laughs> I'm participating. Ain't that the truth. Tyra, <laughs> you get it. Any way you want She's it, fine. Tyra. She was fine as hell. Tyra Banks, is, <laughs> Tyra Banks is fine as hell, was fine as hell, still fine as hell, has always yeah. been fine as hell. Yeah. Uh 
Yeah, but Tiffany, within just the context of this episode, she had already bombed that challenge spectacularly. So for Tyra to make her repeat it... I'm not saying that Tiffany responded well, she but did not. here's here's a person here's a person who has just bombed a challenge, has been bombing all season, or or has been the person who everybody wants to get it right, but for some reason she's just not getting it right. Yeah. And then here's here's one more thing that you thought you would be okay at. And then you suck at it, and you're in front of a Janice, judge's per- panel trying not to hate yourself for being bad at yet another thing. And it's absurd how stupid and bad a situation it is that you start giggling nervously because it's like, what am I doing to myself? Yeah. I mean, obviously that can be read as disrespectful, but it just seemed very obvious that she was just kind of in a... What the hell are you doing to yourself on this damn TV show, Tiffany? That's what yeah. I got off of it. I, I mean, know, I, got that I know too, the actually. gravitas of the situation. If we're taking competition shows like this earnestly, it's only season four. We haven't canceled Tyra yet. Gen Z hasn't watched it on Netflix yet and decided that Tyra is the worst human in the history of the world. So <laughs> we didn't know that it was as foolish as. Tiffany clearly does yet. The audience wasn't there. I don't even think Tiffany thought it was foolish. I just think Tiffany... Tiffany did approach this. If I'm looking at this, just Mm -hmm. if I'm just looking at this, it's easy to see Tiffany approach this with a defeatist attitude. Now, I will say this. I will say this, too. I have specialized with in this comp in, in this instance because I'm also in the entertainment industry. And while it's not the modeling industry, I do know as an actor what it's like to get your ass up in front of people and it's be uncomfortable. It's important for me. It's important for me to interject and yeah. say that on Top Model, America's Next Top Model is not the modeling interest industry. It is the fashion. It is not the fashion oh. industry. It is entertainment. As true. we discovered. Probably it only dawned on us for real by five season five or six that mm-hmm. this isn't a show about the fashion industry. This is a show about Tyra's ego. But I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm accepting the premise for the sake of your argument. Yes. As an actor who's been up in front of people, uncomfortable, had to do uncomfortable shit, feel like you fucking up and you still got to go. I n- Listen, like it is not easy. It is no. not easy when you already feel like you're fucking up and and you're embarrassed and you're being judged and you're in front of people. And I like and, and some people handle it better than others. I have training. I, I've been doing it my whole life. You know, like so it, I'm in a different position than Tiffany was at this point. Where right. You have to get up and read words that you've never seen that you can't pronounce in front of people. And you already felt defeated coming into it. So that's and, what I'm saying. I get all of it. I get and all of it. And on top of that, and on top of that, the arch- the like character or story like archetype that they had given Tiffany was the ghetto girl who needs to overcome something. Yeah. Not like ghetto in her demeanor necessarily, but like the hood chick who came from poverty and, you know, is a baby mama and TV, all that. It was a TV sob story. It yeah. was a TV sob story, what we would now call as... Uh, exploitative. Uh, ex- exploitative porn. Um, yes. yes. It's yes. very American it Idol. It was very American Idol in that they packaged the worst things that have ever happened to you. But like on American Idol, they um, they sort of present that 
as an uplifting story. Like, look what she's gotten uh, beyond to get yeah. here, to make it to our stage on Top Model. It's like, oh, here's the yeah. ghetto shorty. And she be in ghetto. And now Tyra lost it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? On American Idol, they would put, like, you know, the cool, like, on American beautiful Idol. filter on it. And on, yeah. on this show, it was in sepia or some yeah. shit. Like, yeah. It was dark American- and gritty. On American Idol, her story makes her Fantasia. On, yeah. Amer- on America's Next Top Model, her story makes her Tiffany. I also anyway. do. I also do think like the story. While you know, in hindsight, we know like what it is, what it's doing, was designed to make you root for her. Whether yes. that was the case or not, it was des- yeah. in their own twisted way. It was designed to make her yeah, yeah, yeah. rootable, right? Yeah. I just have a. I, I I just have a I do have a problem with people who are bereft of the fact that this is a competition, right? Okay. And 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 that was my problem with Tiffany. Like, listen, and I also want to be clear, when you watch a clip, you know this, right? Like at this point, in context, nobody's yelling at her yet. The no, the yelling not at doesn't all. come in. Everybody's actually being supportive. Like, you actually mm-hmm. did better than all the other girls and you yeah. ran more words. You know, they're being what we view as or think no, as they're supportive, doing, right? They're giving, they're giving genuine critique. Yeah. Yes. Tyra is using her soft voice, you know what yes. I'm saying? She's, listen, if you don't do this, you're going to go home. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, you have to try. You're a beautiful, <laughs> strong black woman. You have it in your soul. Your grandmother put that in your soul. Yeah. You have it. <laughs> it's right there. And so the Tyra's and, being that, you know, I get and, it. And, and, and at the time, it's framed as Tyra is trying to imbue Tiffany with the sense of importance about her space on the show, but also her world, her life, and what this opportunity can mean for her. But as this clip goes on, that f- starts to feel really fucking icky on my end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's here's the thing. So, like, we go through all this, and like we said, Tiffany walks out, and as she's walking out, she's just like, this shit was stupid. <laughs> Wait, after, are you talking after post? After she wa- post, post elimination? The teleprompter. No, post the teleprompter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, she was like, this is humiliating. I've been humiliating yeah. myself every week. Which yeah. I, Although, which I she, felt. I felt it deeply. Yes, and I get, and yes, I felt that too. And I don't too, think she but, meant for them to hear it. I think it fell out of her mouth. But right, she did say, listen, I'm, I'm humiliated. Go, she said, this I, is some bullshit. <laughs> she no, said it in their Listen, realm. do you remember... I'm going to give some behind the scenes on this podcast. Do you remember when I couldn't guess something right and I kept messing it up Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then I forgot for a moment that you and our producer were here. And Mm -hmm, so while mm -hmm. I recorded it, immediately after I go, I fucking hate this. And then I hear myself and apologize profusely. Now, Tiffany did not apologize profusely. But yeah. I do understand the frustration of thinking you're going to get something finally mm-hmm, or knowing mm-hmm. that you probably won't get something, knowing you have to do it, and then beating yourself or the situation up for okay. not doing it. 
inadvertently. And you know, you know you heard me crazy that day. A bitch went off and cried and shit. Now, if I, I like, if I, if I were on, in Tiffany's situation, it wouldn't have been giggles, this is humiliating. It would have been like, I am humiliated! And I ran off set, sobbing. But Ray, I just want you to know that we rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We rooting for you. We in your corner. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. There is something that bothered me, though. Once we get to the elimination, mm-hmm. and it's something that bothered me. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Ray. Yes. But normally they just eliminate one person, right? Yes. This is this was Tyra being pulling a stunt. What, this was Tyra what? pulling a stunt. You don't need yes. to eliminate two people. Yes. So what Tyra loves to do, and, and if you think of RuPaul's Drag Race as the daughter of America's Next Top Model, mm-hmm. everything makes sense. But Tyra loves a stunt. Tyra loves a moment. Tyra loves when she has the opportunity to stand before these girls at judging panel and make them feel like her their lives are in her hand and for her to turn it into a reality TV moment. Like, yeah. What Tyra usually does in an elimination is she'll have, you know, she'll hand out pictures to the girls in an order of how well they do. The winner will get their picture first. Um, and the final two will Tyra have one picture. I have one picture in my hand and two beautiful girls before me. And she'll be like, one of you, and will give, like, very obvious critiques about one person. And one of you will, and one of you is, and then gives very obvious critiques about the other person. And it's supposed to be a surprise. So Tyra turns over the picture, and whosoever portfolio shot is in there in her hand is the person who gets to say. But Tyra was so offended by Tiffany was so offended by Tiffany that boring ass Rebecca was supposed to go home, but Tyra turns around the photo and it's blank. Two bitches is going home now. Which is just like, yo, all right, then just send Tiffany home, man. Like, what the fuck you, like, just send Tiffany home and send Rebecca home next week. What What are you doing, Tyra? What right. You doing? Like, you got, you got both of these girls up here listening to this shit, thinking, like, which one we going to get eliminated? Well, you know yeah. they both going to get eliminated. Get your ass out of here. It's a great reality TV moment. Right. But the part that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. and you'll hear about it once we get on the other side of the break. We'll be right back, everybody. Here's the best part of this whole clip to me. Rebecca gets eliminated. Tiffany gets eliminated. They go off. They are doing their thing. They're saying their buys. Rebecca's boo-hoo-hoo. And mm-hmm. Tiffany up here, like, you know, everybody, some people are crying. And Tiffany say, girl, what you crying for? It's all girl, good. What I'm you okay. Crying about? It's okay. It's chill. And Tyra Loses gets her mad shit. because Tiffany not sad enough. That shit cracked me up. How you gonna get mad at me because I'm not sad I'm going home? Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Think about it. Obviously, I'm gonna change the um, the dynamics a little bit for the sake of this analogy. But can you imagine getting dumped and not crying? And you, the girl who just dumped you is mad, like, bitch, you not sad I left your ass? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Well, what the fuck do you want me to do? Because I'm not going to beg you to stay. You're not going to ask me to stay if I beg. But can Would I you, turn... What? Can I turn this around on you, though, Ray? What? Let's flip that. Let's say you break up with somebody. Mm-hmm. 
and you break up with them and you, you know, because things just aren't going right and you don't want to hurt them, but you just, you just need to move on. You need to break up. And as soon as you say it's over, they turn around to their friends like, oh, shit, man, what you mad for? I'm happy, baby. What you talking about? Let's do it. Uh, I'm single. Uh, I'm going out in these streets. Getting some cooch tonight, like you'd be mad. You, yes, I would be. I would be mad, but I would yes. also. But I would also, and this is where my analogy falls short because I don't anticipate being twenty years older and extremely richer than my boyfriend. I'm dumping, mm-hmm. but. I would have the wherewithal to be like, I just devastated this nigga's feelings. Let him have it. That's what makes this clip so amazing. It's because, like, like what you said before we started, I get both sides of this. I get both sides of it. To me, I I understand where Tiffany's coming from. She's like, what am I going to be sad for? Ain't nobody died. I'm good. Like, Like, and even if the opportunity is as important as Tyra was trying to make the opportunity important sound, you know, like, oh, I can't believe this girl wouldn't be devastated that she doesn't have the opportunity for me to change her life anymore. Like, then if we're using that logic about the important of this competition it makes sense that she would move on happily she's like look man I just flamed out of the coolest thing that's ever happened to me like this ain't a sad occasion like I was on top model for seven episodes and on seven on season four that was pretty cool either way she went out better than she was coming before which is I'm done humiliating myself on this show and I'm also going to be famous for whatever reason. Up until the cuss out that comes after that, she thought she was good money. She thought, hey, I don't get to be humiliated anymore. I made some friends. I was just on TV. The world probably thinks I'm pretty now. I'm good. I'm leaving good. Yeah. It was and not then, the case. Because Tyra thought she was being disrespectful. And, 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 and Tyra, well, Tyra, Tyra like, clearly lost her mind she after lost seeing it. it. She's Here's like, the funny part, too. We'll, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the blow up because that deserves his own section of talking about. But, like, Tyra thought this was disrespectful. She thought, like, yeah, you cannot be crying that you're going home, but don't treat it like a joke, right? Uh, don't treat it like a policing, joke. Why are we policing people's reactions to their own dumpings? This seems so <sighs> crazy to me. I, yeah, I, I I do agree with that. But I I've, I have also been like in situations where, like for instance, I've mentored young theater kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and there are some when when you're in that situation, sometimes you lose yourself and you lose like because it's important to you you start to put that importance onto other people. So and Tyra Banks is a narcissist. Oh, yeah, And of made her narcissism not only her contestants, but all of America's problems? Of course. Is that what you're saying to me? Of okay, course. Cool. She wouldn't I'm be famous not, if she wasn't. I, okay, <laughs> listen. Listen, I just want us to be clear on this. Oh, this yeah. Is not, I am somebody who generally likes Tyra Banks, but yeah. I like her because she is a chaotic... She's not quite, she's not a chaotic evil, but she's not quite chaotic neutral either. She's chaotic. That's as some dragons and, is that some dragons and dragon shit you're talking about? I don't know. It's Twitter memes and I'm trying to sound uh, like I'm under 33. Or so. Dungeons and Dragons, not Dragons <laughs> yeah, and Dragons. Is that what it is? Okay. Dungeons Look, we and Dragons. Bo- we both old as shit. We both yeah. old and not dweebs. I was never uh, a nerd. <laughs> 
I just did my homework, but I was cool. I was yeah. always cool. I wasn't playing no Dungeons and Dragons in high school. Nothing against no sh- people who no are. No shade to y'all. Y'all was playing. Y'all playing it? Do you think? I do love it, think? man. Have fun. Have fun. All right. My, I wasn't musical, so what can yeah. I say? My nerd, my nerd, them, my nerddom is about reality TV. Y'all like board games. I'm freely in my adult life talking about Tyra Banks episodes from 2007. So, if I'm Rebecca, though, before Mm -hmm. we get to the blow up, if I'm I'm Rebecca, I'm mad as shit because, like, all right, first of all, you eliminate both of us, and then you see this shit, and then you blow up, and you talk about how happy you are for me. I'm like, motherfucker, then let me stay. Yes. (laughs) Change your mind. Change your mind. (laughs) See, that was my issue with this clip. Yeah. That was my issue with this clip. (laughs) I'm mad as hell if I'm Rebecca. (laughs) Everybody, everybody's talking about, everybody's talking about Tyra and Tiffany. I'm mad as fuck if I'm Rebecca, you see? Because, one, even if you're about to get eliminated, your elimination is about you. You know what I mean? Like, Tyra gives you a speech about where you could have improved. If she likes you enough, just like RuPaul, she'll send you off with a sweet message about your future, even if it's a lie, even if you have no shot at the industry. Tyra's usually very sweet and makes you feel like, this was my moment. You have a swan song. No, not only was this already boring girls into elimination interrupted by someone far more interesting Mm -hmm. she also didn't get to stay usually if (laughs) usually if somebody gets eliminated and then someone else can't complete the competition for whatever reason tyra doesn't think you're taking it seriously enough oh you snuck a boyfriend onto premises or something so now you gotta go Competition reality shows will usually bring back the person who's been eliminated. Or, as RuPaul has gotten really good at, because she doesn't have to have a picture in front of her, so it's not predetermined, RuPaul will watch a lip sync and be like, "Mm, I don't feel like acting like the results that we just watched mattered. And we'll just change it on the fly. Mm -hmm. But Tyra wasn't going to give Rebecca any room to, like suddenly be back in the competition. She yeah. meant it. She was like, bitch, mad. you going home. You going I home. mean it. You I home. mean it seriously. You was, was the original right. choice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She's like, this is, This conversation is about spite to Tiffany. I ain't got nothing for you, Rebecca. You are milk toast and empty. This paper is blank just like you. I have Damn. nothing. And to make my rightful elimination, the episode I earned to talk about myself while I'm packing on the way out. I got to split it with this chick because she's laughing and Tyra got a problem. That's yeah. bogus. I would raise hell. I would raise mad. hell. I'd be mad. I would I'd raise hell. Yeah, I'd be mad. As a black person, mm-hmm. there's a lot and you of can black probably, people shit. You, you can you can you can probably speak to this even, I know you can speak to this better than I can as a black woman, but as a black person, I get having life trauma thrown in your face thrown in your face i get also having the weight of being a okay. black person in absolutely. this world absolutely uh beat you down hold you down mm-hmm. make you mm-hmm. angry life mm-hmm. sucks i'm tired of it i and it mm-hmm. manifests in so many different ways so because of that 
The competition side of my brain could be like, yeah, Tiffany, I get it. The black side of my brain could be like, I'm with you, Tiffany. I get it. Like, because I get where Tiffany's coming from. I get it. I Shit. Because sometimes you just like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. And however I react to it is how I react to it. And that's what y'all going to get. Period. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. we, you know, because, like, sometimes, like, that's just what life fucking does to you. And I know that's not necessarily a black thing, but there's extra weight to it, being a no, black no, person. No, th- no, <laughs> I think I think you and I can speak to this very, very, very honestly. Like, we don't have yeah. to caveat. You and I are both black people. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not a black American even. So there's even more pressure on you in terms of everyone bringing your ancestors' history to everything you do as a career man as a man morally and personally there's like the weight of your ancestors and their achievements on you and Mm -hmm. on me too but they're not exactly my ancestors my ancestors are in nigeria nigeria is a totally black country like even the people in charge however corrupt and whatever and that's a whole conversation about how colonialism will break down african governments that we don't necessarily have to get to but mm-hmm. in nigeria the wealth the wealthy and powerful look exactly like the poor do they could mm-hmm. be cousins they're often cousins you know mm-hmm. there isn't the same um you have to represent all people like you well for Nigerians in Nigeria. And my upbringing here has been an amalgamation of not learning that my experience from my household, my Nigerian parents, not learning that my experience is reflective of all the black people around me Mm -hmm. because they didn't have and I wasn't at home, given that pressure. But then I absolutely understand what it means to be, for example, a black woman who got into Princeton early and had a bunch of people like on my back, like she's going to make it, she's going to do it. Like just people in the neighborhood and people I knew rooting for me and the disappointment of having to drop out. And I say have to because I feel like what happened to me on campus emotionally and mentally made it so that I couldn't stay. And the weight and worry and anxiety about that. I'm successful. Like my life, my career is the career of my dreams right now. But I still sit there go, damn, but your black ass didn't finish Princeton. And here's another black girl who didn't complete an Ivy League trajectory. So like I understand the combination and I understand what you're getting at, Jackie, in terms of your ancestors, your weight, your obligation to black society, representing well, all of that. Yeah. And I and I mentioned my parents because I'm not there isn't an intergenerational relationship for me to that. Mm-hmm. Like if there are older black people worried about my presentation, they're not in my life. There's no Tyra who would be there to tell me anything cuz all the older black people in my life were nigerian. Yeah. So there isn't you're bringing history to this frivolous modeling competition. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But Tyra did. <laughs> Tyra Tyra turned Tyra Tyra turned to Claire Huxtable real quick. She went full she respectability went, politicking. 
She went. She went full Huxtable. She went full Huxtable on her ass. Full a Huxtable ace. Like it was. No, we're. I'm not referencing Bill Cosby the man. I'm referencing Bill Cosby the the father on the show, Cliff Huxtable. Mm -hmm. It looked like she was. It looked like a conversation between uh, Claire and Vanessa, like Claire schooling Vanessa. But it wasn't as masterful, in my opinion. I mean, I actually. You thought it was masterful. That shit gave me chills, man. That shit gave me chills. Okay, we should, we should, we should read it word for word. I'm about to. I got it. Because, like. So Tiffany, so all right, so Tyra brings, let's say this, Tyra brings them back. Wait, wait, hold on. Tyra eliminates them and they they go off to hug the other girls on the side right. because that is customary. And the girls are crying because Tiffany is, you know, leaving. And they're like, and she's like, oh, girl, don't say So just to set up the scene while everybody at the judges panel and Tyra standing in front of it yeah. is watching those women interact on the side over there. Mind you, everyone is under 25. Yeah. By the way, all the models are under 25. And Tyra brings them back saying, I'm disappointed in you, Tiffany. Uh, yeah, she calls Tiffany, them back to the carpet where they usually get eliminated from. Yeah. And and Tiffany starts talking back and then like they're getting a little bit of a back and forth and then Tyra loses it. Tyra, Tyra, Tyra's black mama came out at that moment. And, <laughs> and she wasn't even a mama yet. She was yeah. channeling somebody else's she mama. She was channeling Tyra. Boy, if, if anybody, if it, I don't know if Tyra was in a relationship at that point, but if anybody was like, I wonder if Tyra can be a mama and saw that, <laughs> Tyra could be a mama. Tyra, Tyra, black ass mama came out at that moment. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the with the yelling disappointment, but still like I love you. The I love you yelling. I've yeah. never in my life yelled at a girl like this. When my mother yells like this, it's because she loves me. Fuck you. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but keep going. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you learn something from this? When you go to bed at night, you lay there and you take responsibility for yourself because fuck nobody's. You. We'll keep going. But nobody's fuck her for that one too. Nobody's gonna take responsibility for you. You rolling your eyes and you act like it's because you've heard it all before. You've heard it all before. You don't know where the hell I come from. Not her life, though. Keep going. <laughs> You have no idea what I've been through, but I'm not. I don't a know. Being a world famous model at seventeen, keep going. Ooh, but I'm not a victim. I grow from it. I oh, learn. I don't know. Your mom was your manager, and you were born extremely beautiful, and uh, you got pretty much everything you want except Naomi Campbell being your best friend. But keep going. Take responsibility for yourself. Oh, okay, Tyra. What about the mental health of all the contestants on your show? Mm. Man. Have you have you taken Tyra, responsibility for that time of Max? Ray. Listen. It was a fun was a, it was a fun monologue. I'm not That was a lie. monologue straight out of Raisin in the Sun. I thought yes, that was exactly. I thought August Wilson wrote, wrote that yeah, shit. And this, like, is Tyra, this, <laughs> this is Tyra's Lorraine Hansbury finest. Woo. You know what I mean? Just That was like, some that was a fences monologue right yeah, there, baby. Was, I, I'm sitting here like, what? So I loved it. I, I, I loved it. <laughs> I admit, I admit that as recently 
I admit that as recently as up until I was doing research for this show, I found that monologue hilarious. I <laughs> just want to be clear. It. I just want to be clear. But having to consider Tyra Banks within the context of putting her on a cast as well as the other players in this clip, I started to have the feeling I had about Diddy oh, when we discussed making the van. I think that this I had- is different. I think it's different, but it started to make me feel itchy in a similar way. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think Tyra intended was intentionally an asshole, unintentionally an asshole in a way that Diddy was very intentionally trying to humiliate people for television. I think Tyra was somebody who had bought her hype and the impact that this show was going to make. Again, we were only on season four, so it wasn't a laughing stock yet. And and I mean laughing stock within the fashion world. A top model went on for many more years, and I kept watching for many more years. But like the reason it was giving me Diddy vibes is okay. Here's a girl who is doing all these things that she's clearly uncomfortable doing yeah. because she thinks that there's an opportunity of great import for her. At the end. And mind you, this would have been when I was in sixth, uh, 10th grade, 11th grade, like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. So this is the same era where people on TV shows don't know that they can just say, no, that's bogus. I'm not doing that to production. There's that power dynamic at play. And so here's Tiffany having done a bunch of foolish shit she probably wasn't good at. So it was hurting her self-esteem for six episodes. Mm-hmm. And... She, like, just look at Tiffany's demeanor. demeanor. Her whole vibe doesn't fit that show. She's, like, she's a she's a hood. Not. She's a hood shorty. She's not into this, like, pretending to be something she's not so that she can fit in on Tyra Banks' TV show. And, like, what I hate more than anything, what I hate more than anything is when I'm arguing with you about some shit and you bring up some shit that I told you when shit was sweet and throw it in my fucking face. I that's, to- that's, that's bad. I told you about my grandmother being in poverty and the fact that I'm a broke single mom as part of my, um, I guess, background and audition to the, to the show. I didn't tell you that my grandmother was living poor and that I have that I'm a single mom. So that you could berate me with that information when I decide that I'm not going to let this show kill me. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up because it's not just respectability politics. It isn't, oh, you've got to stay here and show that you are resilient and black and can survive black trauma. It was a narcissist weaponizing someone's history against them because they behaved differently than they expected them to. Literally, Tyra is punishing a girl for not being sad when Tyra dumped her. That's ultimately what's happening. And mm-hmm. when you when you add that context, it's not fucking funny. It's not funny at all. Now, if you leave out the... I, I, when my mother yelled at me, it's because she loved me. Like, that's a hilarious line, but your mama's abuse doesn't mean you get to abuse somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if your mama was abusive when she said those things to you, but I guarantee your mom wasn't saying that to you when you were holding an empty picture in front of two girls you just kicked off your show. 
And if she was, then your childhood was more fucked up than we knew. Yeah. And <laughs> if she kicked you off, if she was like, all right, I got to kick out one of my kids today. Go ahead, line up, line up. I got y'all right? picture. I got y'all picture. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, so, so I guess what offended me so much is that Tyra made use of things that are meant for intimate relationships for a professional one on camera. The whole, like, conversation that black people have, like you and I just talked about with each other about our obligations and how we're representing ourselves on TV and stuff, that's something that somebody who loves you says to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, like, Look at what you've overcome. Look what you represent. Look what this opportunity is going to give to you. That's what somebody who gives a fuck about you says to you. Somebody yeah. who says, nah, you got to stick through it because you have a son and you have a grandmother that you want to take care of. It's somebody who loves you. It's not a bitch in a dope wig yelling at you because you're not crying about getting kicked off a show. And for Tyra to weaponize that made me feel so disgusted by it. And it just sort of resonated me in an, in, with me in an interesting way because it feels like the kind of online conversations I'm having between activism of the older generations versus activism of the younger generations where like Gen Z is so unconcerned with respectability. They're very unconcerned with the weight and pressures of history. They're just very like, this is how I feel in the moment. Um, and I know what my context is and this is how we can address this situation going forward whereas like Tyra felt like an older generation kind of black person where it's like I know what we got past to be here and you need to keep moving with what we got past to be here with that energy and yeah. it was just so fascinating to watch that clash and for me to project so much onto it unnecessarily <laughs> from 2007. But it was like, oh, so we've been having this generational confusion about our obligation as black people on TV for from for decades now. For a long time. For a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean But I you didn't... don't throw you don't throw my grandmother in my face. I yeah. Don't fuck. You don't you don't you fuck? don't do that in that moment. Uh and, and, and anybody like who was rooting for me would not yell at me like that. I don't believe a single thing. I don't that's also it. I just don't believe Tyra was sincere about a single fucking thing she said. That's very annoying. I mean, you know, listen, I will say this from my eyes. I don't think Tyra went into that with the expectation of I'm about to yell at you. No, I, will, I don't think she did either. And I, I will say, too, that while, and what you just said I thought was beautiful, and I, I agree with it 100%, uh, I also want to add the caveat that, um, that even with that, sometimes with, like, uh, not with that, when we take that away and we just get right in the moment and we be like, all right, these are still two human beings, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like the back and forth, Tyra was just like, yo, you pissing me off, you pissing me off, you pissing me off, all right, you pissed me off type thing, right? Where right. it kind of just built up and built up and built up and Tyra's like, listen, listen, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, you know, shit. Do you know how like, do you know how like, um, you know how like when your mom is disciplining you, Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've been maybe not mouthy because I'm still scared of my mom. But I've mm -hmm. always been someone who thinks she's smarter than everybody in the room, however mm -hmm. wrong it's been for most of my life. Mm -hmm. So 
Like, if my mom and I, when I was like a teenager, would get into an argument, you know what I mean? She was initially just trying to discipline me, right? So she was just initially always being like, here's the thing you did wrong, Rafat. But she's Nigerian and loud by default. Mm -hmm. So it felt like aggression to me. Mm -hmm. So instead of being corrected, I would start popping off. Like, Mm -hmm. why the fuck is she talking to me like that? Because when you're 14, you forget that your mama could still whoop your ass. Mm -hmm. And, um, And so then my mom would see me disrespecting her. And the thing that she was initially just trying to discipline me for gets compounded by anger. And now she's saying things that she shouldn't be saying. And so like now I have my mom yelling at me like I'm a bitch on the street who made her mad as opposed to the person who only meant to discipline me without the emotion attitude yeah. so i could see tyra being like i'm mad but then yeah. you know when Ty- when tiffany's like i am but i am sad like what you want me to do and then tyra being like yeah. you guys didn't see me but i just did my best godzilla Ooh, i gotta watch that movie and there's a good godzilla it's a good godzilla no, and it was terrible godzilla's, no. godzilla's got a little more bass in his voice but yeah tyra- you do Tyra turned into a monster when she meant to discipline, but then got resistance. And then she just turned angry as opposed to trying to mentor and lead. Yeah. I mean, and listen, within the clip, Tyra did say, let me speak. Yeah. Let me speak. Let me speak four times before Tyra just blew the fuck up and said, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, listen, I've been I've been there where I've been there with like cousins or Mm -hmm. some shit. Right. Where I'm trying to you do some wild shit. I'm trying to say like what I'm trying to say. And we just in the back and forth. And eventually I'm just like, listen, I'm 18 years older than you. I'm smarter than you. Shut up. Right. Right. Just mad. You get mad. You get mad in the moment. And that's the only space and room I'll give Tyra in this situation because she even started off wrong. And again, here's another moment that if I was Rebecca, I would burn the whole shit down (laughs) because to because to open even her chastising of Tiffany, she goes, Tyra goes, Rebecca, I admire your emotion. What? What? Let me say that. So so basically, Tyra saying, Rebecca, I respect you for sobbing because I ruined your life. <laughs> and then she goes on her tirade about Tiffany. So it's not even like Tyra was ever trying to have like an earnest um, counselor kind of mentor conversation she liked that one bitch cried and didn't like that the other bitch didn't and she was gonna let the girl know and I think her comfort with the way she talked to Tiffany felt to me a um an over familiarity because of blackness I don't think she would have had that conversation with Tiffany that she had I would. I don't think she would have had the conversation that she had with Tiffany with Brittany. I mean, with Rebecca, for example. If Rebecca was giggling a little bit and being like, "Okay, girl, don't cry. I'm leaving," 
I think Tyra would have been like, rude bitch, and like, let let it go. But there's something that I have experienced in professional situations and just like, you know, at my family's mosque or at parties, but there is a sense of like ownership almost or like mothering that black women tend to do in not mother scenarios because there's just an assumed community that maybe Tyra didn't earn because anybody who's willing to throw out the fact that I have a kid and my grandma because I'm crying, uh, I'm not crying about being eliminated off a TV show, isn't somebody who earned the right to mother me, I think. Yeah. And, you know, maybe Tyra just thought what she thought and thought she was right, thought she was just taking it as a joke. I don't know. I think Tyra's ego was bruised and she knew she was going to have a meltdown and had to quickly make it sound like it was reasonable for her to have one. Whatever it was. She looked good she was, doing it. She was must-see TV, and I loved it. Was it. Must, and she was fine as hell with that wig. I, I was sitting it. there being like, damn, yes. Tyra's eye makeup looks good. And then yeah. she's like, I have never in my life yelled a, at a girl like this. And I was like, but if you do yell at girls like this, make sure there's a camera around. You look fucking fantastic, mm-hmm. you pretty bitch. And it's like, Tyra Banks, I... Like, very rarely do you get to watch a supermodel get older and do fine, right? Like, Janice Dickinson is off her fucking rocker. (laughs) Like, it's a mess, you know? And not a lot of, like, former supermodels are in the limelight. And all of today's supermodels are actually not supermodels. They're socialites, like the Kardashians and the Hadids and stuff. But, like, Tyra Banks is the only person besides Naomi Campbell that I got to, like see at different stages in her career and Tyra is really in addition to being absolutely fucking stunning she's really really good at staying power and longevity oh girls on Dancing with the Stars right now she took what's his name she took that that guy from Good Morning uh, um, Tom Bergeron yeah she took America's home funniest home videos job and she took um um, Aaron Andrews. She took two white people's jobs. She took so Aaron that, Andrews and Tom Bergeron's jobs. And you for know? that, for that, I applaud you, Tyra. No, I'm, I'm, I'm there with it. I love applause, it, applause. I love it. We'll be right back. Let's see if we're gonna put somebody on the cast. cast. We back. We back. We back. All right. It is time. We have some people on the cast already. We got Tiffany New York Pollard, Johnny Bananas, Aviva Drescher, Heather Thompson, both from Real Housewives of New York. We also have Shangela from Drag Race. We have from Jersey Shore, Snooki and Vinny. That's right. No Wow. Sorry, <sighs> Ray. Sorry. <sighs> and on the callback list, on the callback list, we got Big Ed. Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. I love Janice Dickinson to the depths of my soul, mm-hmm. but she's wholly irrelevant to this clip, ultimately. Yes. And um, having seen Janice Dickinson on The Surreal Life and having told you guys about her falling on Germany's Next Top Model, she would be a liability for us. Mm-hmm. And we ain't in trying to pay insurance. And honestly, like Aviva and New York are probably the bulk of our insurance uh, uh, budget <laughs> yes. anyway, to yes. be honest. If we out here throwing pros- prosthetics, you know, somebody's got to yeah. make sure we cover that. But 
I low-key want Tyra Banks on our cast. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Okay. Five years ago, mm-hmm. I'd argue Tyra Banks was entirely too famous okay. to be on a cast with Johnny Bananas and New York and Aviva Drescher and Heather Thompson. Five years ago, I'd make that argument. Three years ago, I'd make that argument. Mm-hmm. But one, in the way that Jen Shaw from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, her arrest took over mainstream news the way that it did yesterday. Obviously, reality TV is having somewhat of a same cultural impact as modeling once did, mm-hmm. seeing as the supermodels of the moment are the Hadids and the uh, and the Kardashian girl. Um, obviously, if you're not obsessed with fashion, that might offend fashion people. But I mean, like, mainstream America's understanding of what a supermodel is, is a reality star, right? And Tyra Banks went from a a TV empire. I mean, she had 20 cycles of Top Model to a talk show. And then went, and then tried to reboot Top Model. It didn't work. And then had to go back to being the host on ABC's most popular reality show. And it's popular regardless of Tyra. Mm -hmm. Tyra can take a job. And she Mm -hmm. can take a job on a cast with New York or Johnny Bananas, who would be of the caliber of person who would be dancing on her show. She's not too good for us. And I love a narcissist on a reality TV cast. I want somebody who's going to make us have a, a dumb fight, but insist that it's important so we get good clips mm-hmm. the whole time. I don't think Tyra Banks backs down from Johnny Bananas. I think New York is going to suck up to her, but it's going to be a dynamic duo situation. Yeah. I think that... You like Aviva, but I need Aviva to be crumbled. I think Tyra would humble Aviva successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tyra loves to mother hen. So I think that she kind of negates Heather Thompson's position on the show. I mean, if 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 we allow for the possibility that Tyra Banks thinks she's as special as she obviously does, we would have to find room in the budget. Mm-hmm. But I think that I would not mind having Tyra on our cast, even if it's only like Tyra makes a two-week stint of a three-month show, or like the British people do, they always have a TV presenter for their reality shows, and Tyra Banks could be our presenter. This is episode nine. Mm-hmm. Right? We are building a cast of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, correct me if I'm wrong, we have eight people. We are to the point, I think, where we have to start not only adding people to the cast, but thinking, are some people worthy of being on this cast or should we replace them with this person? Because Mm -hmm. we still have, we still have 10 episodes left to fill Mm -hmm. four slots. Mm Mm-hmm. I came into this oh recording mm-hmm. 100% ready to put Tyra Banks on this cast. Oh, wow. 
Wow, that is so interesting. 100%. And I, that has not changed. Okay, good, uh, good, 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 good. I thought that you were has about not to changed. tell me. I no, thought you were telling me. We were not okay. at all. Not I'm at actually all. surprised we're in agreement on this. Here's why. Here's why. For a couple reasons why. Like you said, she's she's a host. She's a good host. And she hosts shows with you know, lower alphabet celebrities mm-hmm. that would be on this show. You know, mm-hmm. you know, she hosts shows with C and D list celebrities already. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And we don't listen. We haven't necessarily talked about exactly maybe what type of show this is going to be. We're casting, even if we do cast uh, uh, or say it's going to be a certain type of show. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We grow. We grow as the show grows. What I do know is that every reality show that's worth its salt, with the exception of, you know, the real world or something like that, generally has a host. And mm-hmm. the best reality shows have hosts that are or that have become synonymous with the show and almost the show. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of TJ Lavin with the challenge. Jeff Probst. Absolutely. The bachelor but I, motherfucker. Like but the, but that's interesting because I wasn't even thinking of, not to cut you off because you obviously still need to finish your explanation. I will let you. Mm-hmm, but that's mm-hmm. so interesting that you were thinking about it in terms of Survivor or TJ on the challenge when I was thinking presenter in the British sense. Like, have you ever watched Love Island? Uh, I've watched a couple of episodes before, yeah. So on Love Island, I don't remember exactly the way they do it on the British version, although I do think they do it similar to Celebrity Big Brother. But on the American version of Love Island, there was the cast members doing the things that you do on Love Island in the house. Mm. But there was this, like, gorgeous woman who would come once a week for elimination episodes. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes she would host a competition. But it was COVID season, so maybe she didn't. But that's what I was thinking, where, like, Tyra could be in a similar capacity that she's on in, like, America's Got Talent or, Mm -hmm. um, uh, what's it called? The dancing show, Dancing with the dancing Stars, with the stars yeah. where it's like she doesn't have to live in the house. And I can't imagine that we can afford accommodations for Tyra fucking Banks anyway. Yeah. But yeah. she could get the tea and, you know, interact with the audience for us. Absolutely. And also, like you said, she fills a role that we have. She fills the mother hen role that can easily and, and she's going to know what's going on. Yep. And maybe she won't be there all the time. But if she did happen to be there for a mm-hmm. little more time than mm-hmm. a normal host would be, she would still fit in with the cast. Yep. So my suggestion. Okay, give it, give it. Is that we pull the offer from Heather Thompson. Mm-hmm. And we extend the offer to Tyra Banks. That's, that's my, that's my, because she fills a role. She fills a mother hand role and she fills a role that every great reality show has. And it's a role that we can't forget. A host. We right. can't forget that role. We cannot forget that role. And she fills well, it pretty damn good. And while Johnny Bananas is really, really excellent at setting up story in confessionals Mm -hmm. or creating a narrative through consistent storytelling through confessionals, Mm -hmm. that's different from a host being able to, with an outsider's lens, kind of investigate. Yeah. 
But I... And Tyra gonna be in your business, too. No, she's gonna be in your business. She's gonna she's, she's, be staying out of people's business. Tyra's no, gonna be like, oh, you, no. was, you fucking who? Tyra's gonna be in your business. She's gonna remind you that your grandma's poor and that you got a single baby. You're single baby mm-hmm, mama. Mm-hmm. But, um, but also, I'm trying to get you, Jockeys, mm-hmm. to agree that mm-hmm. we can send home a viva as oh, right. well. Because, oh, right. because 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 give me a second give me a second give me a second now okay. I know that you believe that I'm only saying this because I hate Aviva and I'm mm-hmm. astonished that you wanted her on the cast uh-huh. and that is 100% true and I am you think I know you think that I'm looking for any excuse to get rid of her, and that is also 100% true. But I also just think that he- that Heather Thompson and Aviva Drescher being taken out two birds, one stone with Tyra Banks is actually a really, really good idea. Think about it. Like, Aviva Drescher's drama is going to be contrived. We know that. But, and this, in my opinion, and all of Tyra Banks' drama is going to be contrivance. But Tyra is going to contrive it. And we're all going to go along with her narrative. It's not going to be, it's not going to be offensive or off-putting or hard to watch. Aviva, again, like I made the case last time, Aviva is not on TV and wasn't on TV literally the season immediately after her desperation stunt. Mm-hmm. Tyra Banks gave us 20 cycles of desperation, a TV show in which she wore a fucking fat suit to show how hard it is to be a plus-size person in the world, and she was crying to the actual fat people about her experience as a fat person in in the real world. Tyra oh, yeah. Banks, like this is the kind of insanity Shorty's gonna bring to the say. Do you remember when she like pretended to be foaming from the mouth and was like Rah! on her talk show? Do you remember this at all? I don't. Or, I don't. She, Tyra Banks, like, is so crazy. Like, there were, Tyra Banks had worn a bathing suit, and there were all these tabloid photos of her looking huge in it. And I don't mean that to fat shame. I just mean that she, like, looked bad, not bad, but oversized in a way that Tyra didn't appreciate in the picture. So, Mm -hmm. months later, randomly, Tyra gets on her talk show wearing the same bathing suit but clearly had lost weight in the time since, gets on the TV show wearing the bathing suit and cusses out the paparazzi. Do we need a Viva? We don't need a Viva. If I am the most beautiful woman in the world, literally, they call me a supermodel, and Mm -hmm. I put on a fat suit just to see how the other half lives, and then Mm -hmm. when I invite women to have a constructive plus-size conversation about it, these two women who are living their real experiences are perfectly calm, while I, legendary supermodel, am crying because people in stores treated me like a fat person? That lack of self-awareness, but insistence upon being the mentor and the mama is genius television. We're going to get good shit with Tyra. I think we don't need Aviva. I'm with you on getting rid of Heather for the mother hen thing. I think you introduce an extremely important element with the host. And I think she is crazier than we need 
for Aviva to be around? Allow me to retort. Okay. No. <laughs> you know, do you know? Do you know? Do you know how traumatic that no was? I'm because, sorry, Ray. No, I'm sorry, Ray. I can't. That, not yet. That, not that, yet. That no was hilarious to me because what my dad used to do when when I was um, maybe like 16 or 15, you know, I thought I was clever. Mm-hmm. I had taken debate in school. So I would like be like, because my dad's the rational one, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, dad, if I make an excellent argument, Will you let me stay out past my curfew? And I would like break down. Here's why. Here's evidence for this behavior. Here's why you can trust me around alcohol. Here's why I've never broken rules. And you should trust that I listen to my parents. And I would go on and for a spiel. And my dad would just look at me and be like, Rafa too. No. <laughs> so like, <laughs> Rafa too is what he calls me. My name's Rafa. But he'd be like, Rafa too. No. And so you let me. You let me go. <laughs> you had me feeling like the genius teenager I was. I was like, Rafa, he's eating this shit up. He's like, Aviva ain't shit. Tyra is the bitch. She is. He Aviva ain't shit. And you're like, hear me out. No. <laughs> sorry, Ray. Sorry, Ray. I'm sorry. I Listen, you made a good argument. I'm just not ready yet. I'm not ready yet for I I have a feeling Aviva is going to be on the chopping block more this more this season. I'm and this curious. ain't the one yet. This ain't the one yet. This okay, ain't the one I'm, yet for me. I guess that's what I'm going to ask because I feel like uh I feel like we're we have I think already and will continue to find people more uh shockingly striking than Mm -hmm. Aviva. Mm -hmm. And I'm very curious about what it is thus far, right? She threw a leg. (laughs) (laughs) She threw a fucking leg. (laughs) That's it. That's it. I I suppose that is something that is hard to top, yes, (laughs) to uh, show up with uh, your titties of your mammogram to pretend it's your asthma lungs and to throw your leg prosthesis, I suppose it's hard to overcome. I just it's thought, tough. I just thought wearing a fat suit and crying to actual plus-sized women about how oh, ugly yeah. you felt might oh, yeah. be on that level. I mean, but, Tyra, Tyra a legend in her own right, and, and she stands alone, but... We're going to keep her in the house with Aviva. But you know, okay. we're going to go ahead and keep her in the house with Aviva. But I'm like nervous I said, for Aviva. I, I feel like if Aviva's in the house. Well, actually, Aviva's kind of a social climber. She might show extra deference to Tyra. Ooh, Ooh, that's interesting. Ooh. Now see, okay. now you're starting to see. You're starting to see the light. There it is, everybody. <laughs> we have, I'm assuming, agreed Tyra and Heather. Tyra, Tyra, swap Tyra for Heather. Although I will continue to make the case in the future for why we can trade for Aviva. I know you will. I know you will. But as of now, welcome to the cast, Tyra Banks, too. Welcome to the cast, Tyra Banks. In addition, with one more time, Johnny Bananas from The Challenge. We have Tiffany New York Pollard from Flavor of Love. We have Snooki. And Vinny from Jersey Shore, Shangela from Drag Race, and Aviva 
My cousin is Fran Drescher from Real Housewives <laughs> of New York. Ooh, we, what do you say? Do you agree with us? Tell us about it. Talk about it. Tweet at us. Leave us a review. Tell us how much you're liking the season so far. The back half of the season is on its way up, y'all. We're about to hit the back nine. I can't mm-hmm. wait for it. Me neither. Like, I'm excited because now, for me, the back half of this show is finding a way to kick Aviva <laughs> off of the cast. And I am so glad for a yes. challenge. I'm very still, glad for a challenge. And we still have some archetypes. We still have some archetypes to hit. We, we still do. We need surprisingly, our bimbo. We haven't, we, had, we haven't had a sex fiend yet. Oh, we we need we need the person whose whole persona is fucking. Mm-hmm. We need we need a bimbo for sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you know what I noticed that we don't have, and I think it's based on you and my personalities, just as reality TV viewers. Mm-hmm. We don't have a pure hero. Like there no. isn't anybody that. Uh, you know, like a season will edit just purely in the best light as funny. You know, like uh, I'm thinking a um, a uh, a a tech from Real World Hawaii. Like everyone likes, mm. everyone enjoys mm-hmm. something. We need we need a type like that. We need okay. a we we need a person who makes it fun for everybody on the cast, even if the rest of the cast doesn't enjoy themselves. So we should be All on right. the lookout for that well, too. We'll be on the lookout. We'll see what happens. I'm at Jackie's Neal on everything. And I'm at Ray Sonny on Twitter, Rafizzle87 on Instagram. And I've actually started posting pictures of my face sometimes. Oh, and Ray, you're looking good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I got a pretty girl weave yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got bad bitch weave and I got bad bitch microblading on my eyebrows, but I don't mm-hmm. have bad bitch clothes. So Sorry, people are people are going to be confused when I'm bad bitch from the eyebrows up and wearing Jordans and, and, and sweatshirts from the bottom. Of I'm down. telling you, speaking from a, a man who likes women perspective, mm-hmm. uh, we don't care. We oh, don't care. you don't? No, 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 see, if you look good, you look good. And see, well, see, that's the good. thing. But you know what? You a Chicago dude. Oh. See, we're in, we're in L.A. In L.A. You know, like, East Coast guys like tomboy energy. L.A. Mm-hmm. L.A. is not, is a no-going for tomboy energy. You got, if you, if you're going to be a tomboy in L.A., you got to be Aaliyah. You can't be, you can't you be, be a, you can't oh, be a shit. bitch from Brooklyn with a hoodie. You got to be Tommy Hilfiger, beautiful, okay. exactly. Let the panties show from yes. just the top. Okay. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, on our quest to find our next Leah, we're also going to try to keep on building this great cast. We'll be back, everybody. Goodbye. Peace. They say, heavy is the head that wears the crown. That people standing on the shoulders of a giant can see much further than the giant. And everyone has a preoccupation with David and Goliath. But is it by chance that there aren't penalties of leadership so much as there are consequences of your actions? Sometimes of your own doing. For instance, if your head is heavy wearing a crown, Get another crown. You're in charge. You can get whatever crown you want. Or if people keep standing on your shoulders, knock them off. You can feel them climbing up your back. Don't let them get up there. 
And if you lament the penalties of leadership, then maybe it's because you haven't figured out that the leader isn't the one who has the power. It's the referees throwing the penalties. Don't be a leader. Be a referee. Then you'll hold all the power. These are my thoughts. That's what I'm feeling at the time. Next time on The Cast, Ray tries to model and realizes she's better off being a model citizen. Jaquise practices fake crying on cue in case he ever meets Tyra Banks. And Ray and Jaquise both decide that Tyra is crazy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.